Welcome back to the Dad Stop Podcast. This is episode 11.5. Crazy, 11.5. A dad's response to episode 11 titled Racism or Unintentional Ignorance. Um, I'm going to jump right into it. Sometimes after recording the episodes, I like think back and wish that we didn't have these questions live. So when you guys are hearing these episodes, these conversations between my daughter and I, it's not being rehearsed. It's the first time I'm hearing these questions. And I walk away thinking, like, I could have answered that better. But I think there's a lot of authenticity of having a live conversation, one that isn't kind of written out and scripted out. Um, but so I was like thinking, man, if I can go back, I would definitely say a couple of things differently. And of course, I do that in our personal lives. But just for the sake of this podcast, so you can listen in on it. Uh, and so there's a, a couple of things. This one's going to be short and brief. Um, but one of the things that I, I came up with, and I, I do my best to explain this to my daughter, is this, is I can't prevent her from having negative encounters. But I can't help her prepare for perseverance through whatever encounter she faced, right? Because she is a woman. Growing into a woman, she is um, a beautiful, biracial young little girl. And so there's some things that she's going to experience. She's going to experience sexism. She's going to experience prejudices. It just is what it is. She's going to experience some form of racism. And I do my best because I felt like this was done for me and I have a healthy outlook on this is I can't pick and choose what people think about me or the hatred or the stereotyping they show against me. The only thing I can do is work on my responses. And so my mom did a really good job growing up is just walking me through how I would respond. Not only in my respond with my words, but actually respond to my thought. And that's a huge thing. One of the things that we really teach in the Ridgeway household is that there's certain people that we really care about their, uh, their perspective on us, what they think about us, what they say to us, right? You should have five people. I got my wife, my daughter. You know, I got, I got a homeboy and my mom. I got certain people in my circle that I really care. Outside of that, I'm to the place where I can really care less. I can care less whether or not you like me, I can care less uh, whether or not what you think of the decisions that I make. I know that the people that are in my inner circle, my five, know me and know my intentions and know my heart and all that. So I care what they might think about me. But everybody else outside of that, nah. So I really try to empower my daughter to think that same way, right? She has, you know, her mom and dad. And she has some specific friends that are really strong in her ear that she cares a lot about, her best of best friends. And so kind of pumping her up to remember that those people that you really hold close, those people, those opinions matter. Those people that know you have your best at heart. Those opinions matter. Outside of that, take it with a grain of salt. And that includes when you encounter negativity, whether that be racism, sexism, or whatever it is that you may encounter from this world or individuals who you literally don't care about. So just hold that off. I, I experienced some, on this subject, some uh, racism, not frequently, but pretty often, uh, enough for me to remember consistently, you know, throughout the years. And they might be minor things, but it doesn't affect me because I'm to the place where I've changed, trained my mind that I can care less about what other people think about me. I'm going to respond the way that 
uh, I have decided to respond before the situation took place. Pick what you can and can't do or what people are and aren't. You do. And I really set that up in my daughter's life and make sure that she knows that. Because it's very rare that you see uh, on on television, um, you know, a a black female, uh, you know, veterinarian or a, a young black cop. Right. These things are the small ways that, you know, that stereotypes and, you know, and we can go on further. Like, I mean, how often is it that you actually see literally Alaska natives and people who are Hispanic actually play the people who are represented in the movies? All that to say is uh, the media does a really, um, excuse my language, but a piss poor job of setting a standard evenly throughout. And there's different types of stereotypes out there. The stereotypes for white people, there's stereotypes for black people, there's stereotypes for Native Americans, there's stereotypes for cops. There's, stero- there's all these different types of stereotypes. And I think it's really important to understand and to remind ourselves that the media doesn't set the standard of what is acceptable or achievable. We do. And so I really empower my daughter to think that and to know that. And her friends as well, right? Uh, so there's that. And the other thing is this, is that... Um, uh, as parents, I have to do a really good job of even the jokes that I say in between the lines or just in, you know, in kind of our car, just between my daughter and myself or our family. Right. Because sometimes, you know, a jokes can get out of hand and they're funny because we get our sense of humor. But at the same time, some jokes may be setting a precedent that it's OK to think like that. And I have to continue to put myself in check and to. Remember that. I also think it's important that, you know, when I face or encounter things that I process out loud. And so my daughter can see what it looks like to process from a healthy perspective. Because I think right now there's so many people. I think I think this is 100 percent true. Right. I think I heard this one time. I don't know who I heard it from. But he said that it's a fad. It's popular to be angry right now in society. Like everybody wants it's like. Everybody wants to be angry. There's so many lines drawn in the sand. People want to jump on one side of the line and just hold on this coat of anger and just because it's just a fad. It's popular to be angry. Uh, And I think this is what happens with a lot of anger. It makes you and forces you to put people in boxes. It forces you to draw a line to who you're going to associate with. It forces you to um, make a decision about where you're going to go, who you're going to hang out with. Uh, and I, and that's just ridiculous. You know, just for me specifically, a lot of the people that I know, a lot of black people, there's a lot of people who are angry just because of the past, the history of the United States, right? Good reason to be angry. I get that. But at the same time, you shouldn't be angry to the point where it's literally forcing you to think of somebody who's in front of you in the now in a negative light. As a matter of fact, if the anger doesn't move to positivity, there's no reason for you to be angry. You're all You're really just... Um, putting yourself as a deficit. Because I, I have to think about this, right? Because anger is something that, and that's actually a good episode, now that I'm thinking out loud. Maybe we need to do that. But anger is something that, like, some of the Ridgeways have struggled with in the past. And that's a, a real topic. And people really do struggle with that. Need better conversations about, like, how to get around and how to control your anger. Um, But as a black man, I see consistently other black men be angry 
and wear their coat of anger um, as a sense of pride. And I just look at that and I'm like, okay, I get it, but that's so unhealthy for you. You're really only affecting yourself. And so I'm really sensitive to that. And I want to make sure that, you know, um, as Brooklyn grows up and she gets the opportunity to hear a perspective of someone being really angry and tries to um, make Brooklyn angry because they're angry because they see life this way and they're angry about what has happened. And all of a sudden, I think people are angry because other people are angry and people have talked to people who are angry into being angry. And it prevents a whole angry culture. I am married to a uh, beautiful white woman. Vanilla is what we call her. And you'd be surprised at how many people uh, would look down on me just because I'm a black man married to a white woman. <laughs> right? Like, how ridiculous is that? Like, be completely real. Like, literally the dumbest thing. And you know what? It's funny, too. I'm a man of faith. So I 100% believe that when I cross over into this next life, the only thing that I can carry with me is my faith. So why would I care about any of these other things that have nothing to do about when I cross over, right? Those types of conversations need to be had, especially in, I think, in every different culture, whether you're white, black, Native American, Asian American, whatever it is, there's specific stereotypes and there's points of anger and there's uh, perspectives they have to be talked about and have to be addressed because every group has their own perspective about everyone else and the things that they had to endure. And I think that we find hate happens the most is when everybody from that group is together and there's nobody else. And they're able to be a little bit more honest about what they actually think and view. But I want to make sure that Brooklyn is prepared, that she is never talked into being angry or never talked into being mean or unkind or unforgiving just because somebody else is, because somebody else hasn't been able to uh, deal with the trauma that they have faced or that their family has faced or situations that they face. Anyways, as parents, I hope you guys are, are, are get this. Um, that one is really kind of on my heart, something that we deal with pretty consistently. And something I have to deal with pretty consistently with a lot of the young men that I'm mentoring and, and talking to. If you do like this content, there's a couple of ways that you can help us promote this. You can rate and review on your streaming platforms. You can share it with a friend. You can comment. Please do that. We only have a few uh, comments and reviews on our Apple podcast. So if you're one of the people that are listening consistently and you like this, and there's a lot of you out there, I think we have some consistent listeners who check in every single week, which I absolutely love. Please do us a favor to go actually to those platforms and just hit, you know, the five stars or make a quick comment or tell us how it has helped you. It helps us in the long run, helps us with the algorithm, but it helps us to continue to put this information out there and get this information into the ears and the cars and the the stereos and the speakers and the phones and the headphones of the families that we wanted to reach. So thank you for tuning in once again. I hope you have a great week and stay tuned. We will have another episode as always dropping next Wednesday, every Wednesday.